Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Episode 7, Welcome to Heaven. I'm Richie Firth and I hack travel. This is Richie Firth Travel Hacker. That is a perfectly acceptable intro to the programme. Well done, Rich. Thank you very much, Christopher. How are you? I'm really good. I'm really good. I am uh, contemplating uh, going outside soon. Isn't it exciting? Isn't it exciting? And for everyone who's listening to this podcast, going outside means one thing. Travelling. Are you travel ready? Because we can hack it. And you know what? I get a sense from our public that they are ready for us to go and hack. Rich, today I got a message on Twitter from, um, I'm not quite sure their real name, Uh, Shuffle is their handle. Okay. And they have messaged both of us actually, but you probably haven't read this yet. Um, uh, There is a new station on the London Overground. Is there really? Which means that all previous London Overground records are null and void. Chris, this is amazing news. We've always said build it and they will come. We've kept this we've kept this podcast ticking over, ready for us to get back out and travel once again. And it's long been our aim to revisit season one. If you're new to the podcast, go back when we actually used to go out and physically hack travel, physically find ways to make your journeys better. And of course, one of those things that we did was try and set a world record for visiting all London Overground stations as quickly as possible to show that the London Overground was a fantastic uh, tourist opportunity for people when they visit London. I mean, there were highs and lows on that journey, but what there was not was Barking Riverside Station. Wow, I didn't know this. This is very exciting. So, Rich, it is the Barking Riverside Extension, adding four and a half kilometres to the line, the Gospel Oak to Barking Line. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, it is being built now. I have seen video and photos, and it will ah ah. 
expect train services to start in autumn 2022. <laughs> hey, well, look, we've waited long enough for lockdown to end, so I'm sure we can wait a little bit longer. Thanks, Shuffle. <laughs> um, look, if you've actually got factually correct stuff that you want to get in touch with us about, you can. Travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, or you can tweet us at Richie Firth. There's no T in Richie. Uh, and at Producer Chris on Twitter. Uh, whilst we're giving out addresses, patreon.org. No, but, but, but it, yes. Slash Travelhacker. Yes. That's where you can go if you want to part with your hard-earned money to fund new hacks in the future, because we can soon go out and hack, and in exchange, we will give you bespoke, high-end content from Chris and I that the normal mumblies will not hear. So uh, that does include content, like we put a bonus episode out a, a couple of weeks ago of, of, of some intros and cock-ups, and what dropped a couple of days ago was you and I having a post-match, let's say, conversation as to the difference between a globe and a map. I'd, I'd rather that was recalled. I don't know how Patreon podcasts work. Can you like, recall, recall one, much like you would with an email? Because having listened back to last week's episode, I didn't cover myself in glory in describing that map. I don't think that's important. I think what's important is that people, you made something that people want to hear, Rich. And that is is an achievement. Thank you. And you achieved a lot on last week's show. You did. Three hacks. The first hack ever. Yeah. What do you mean the first hack ever? You did the first great hack on the show. Uh, Hello to Tony, uh, to Brian, to Daniel, to Christopher. They are new patriots. You can become like them and hear this bespoke audio. Patreon.com slash travel hacker. Christopher, coming up on the latest episode of Richie Firth Travel Hacker. Uh, A rim shot. I'd say minty fresh. One way or another, we're going to alienate an audience. (laughs) Mine head! Right, after such a successful episode last week, uh, it is time we get hacking. First, we vaccinate and then we hacktivate. Christopher, take it away. What do we have? This is an epic one. It's from Brian. Hello, Monsieur Flap and Jack. Bonjour. The last couple of episodes have been great fun. Best since lockdown. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Um, speed challenges, eco challenges, bit of sightseeing and nature. More of that, please. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Loved the cannonball hack, mm-hmm. but I have a driving challenge for you that doesn't require a load of speeding tickets. Well, that Fair would enough. be a novelty. Three years ago in August, my sister was married in Christchurch, New Zealand, and I took the week after the wedding to do a road trip loop around the South Island. Day four was the best and most interesting drive of my entire life combining the sights of a lot of my other travels. I woke up in Wanaka and had breakfast, which was a bustling ski bum town in the middle of the season. And he sent a picture. It's beautiful. I drove for half an hour up the snowy mountain road and came to a couple of mountaintop lakes, which were a dead lit ringer for Lake Lagardia from the car chase at the beginning of Quantum of Solace. I drove for another hour for an evergreen forest that reminded me of Santa Cruz here in California, where I stopped for a lovely little 15-minute walk in the fresh air. 
I drove for another hour down the mountain and the landscape turned into a sort of California coastal route like I've seen near Hearst Castle. I stopped for lunch at a biker bar with nothing for 20 miles in either direction. The road turned into the thickest jungle I've seen outside of the back roads in Hawaii. I drove for another two hours and parked in the jungle, hiked for 30 minutes to a glacier, then got back in the car, drove up a mountain for 10 to 15 minutes, dinner and pint at a ski lodge, which is my hotel, for the evening in Franz Josef. Can you find a route for me in the UK or Europe that packs in as much variety in one day of driving? Feel free to go through cities or past monuments instead of through jungles and around lakes. Cheers and stay safe, Brian. This is an epic challenge. Um, I've long wanted to visit New Zealand. Uh, it sounds... Be- I've never heard a bad thing said about New Zealand, so... Um, just to be able to see so much in one day is amazing. But Brian asks, can you do that here uh, in the UK or even in Europe? Um, you could definitely do it in Europe um, off the top of my head. I reckon you could do uh, the Bavarian forests and the Mediterranean and the snowy mountains of the uh, the Alps uh, in, in one day. I'm sure it would be doable. But I think um, as we come to the, uh, the arse end of uh, COVID-19 and these lockdown periods, uh, whilst we are still here in the UK, I, I think I'd like to try and put together a route that takes in all the vibes of Brian's Kiwi Drive, but here in the UK. Okay. So here's what I have. Here's what I have. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I should just share with the audience. I'm aware to you, Chris, because you can see me by video. I link. love the sound. I probably look like a bit of a an old school preacher because uh, I, I have sort of like a leather bound journal and pieces of paper because I'm sat in reduced circumstances this evening. We have uh, we have renovation work going on at home. So my time on the computer has been has been brief. So all my notes are old school and manuscript tonight so uh, effort has gone in so if you hear crinkling of paper that is why i thought what we would start i thought how we would start is much like brian did in the snowy top mountains i'm starting us off in the brecon beacons <laughs> good all right fair enough it, it might not be new zealand but the brecon beacons is where we start and we are going to go for some coastal beauty on our first drive so we're going to drive for two and a half hours to minehead we're going to do the north why in, why immediately the quizzical faith have you ever driven to uh butlins uh in minehead along the north devon coast uh I have not, no. I think, look, I'll admit, Minehead is just a funny place name. Like, it might be lovely, and I'm sure you're going to tell me that is the case right now. It is lovely, and if you're getting puerile just because it's got head in the title of it, um, and thinking this is some kind of German cock joke, then you need to pull pull your head out of the gutter, fella. That is actually not where I was going, but thank you for the insight into your own mind. <laughs> Mine head. Um, oh, okay, I get you. That's yeah, thank you. Right, I like that. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. What would mine head be in German? You speak um, German well. You like craft work. I do, but which way around? Because because in, in your in, so so head is kopf, and yeah. uh, mine is my. So so mine head. 
uh, in ger- ger- like you got the mine that you're saying there is the German. Yeah. So I guess these and the head is English. So the yeah. swap of that would be uh, my cop. Which sounds just as rude. <laughs> anyway, it's a beautiful drive, seriously. Um, and for the last sort of 10 minutes of the drive into Minehead, you can see Butlins just on the horizon. They've got, they've got this great um, canopy for the main arena that looks a little bit like the mound stand at Lords, but it's nothing like it. So there you go, if you know your cricket and you know your Minehead, that's that's my description of it. Um, once did a great uh, DJ set before Pat Sharp at uh, uh, Butlins in Minehead. You are but- just dropping the big names, <laughs> <laughs> that's another story <laughs> <laughs> so that's a two and a half hour drive okay so clocking the times because all this had to be in the mm-hmm. day right once you spent a little bit of time in minehead and there was a uh, a mcdonald's drive through just outside um the uh the the butlins there so you could get some food we're then driving from north devon across to shall we say east devon and newton abbott where we're going to take in now you're going to be surprised by this because he said in his drive he did a bit like something that felt like driving through a jungle you're thinking you ain't going to do jungles in the uk rich well you tell that to the woodland trust who describe temperate rainforest they maintain five areas of temperate rainforest in the united kingdom which is the opposite of your tropical rainforest but they say is more threatened than tropical rainforest which is why the woodland trust look after it so if you want to get that jungle vibe you need to drive over to arswell wood oh come Uh, off it no (laughs) promise you uh just outside newton abbott which is maintained by the woodland trust that is a one and a half hour drive from minehead that's great so in four hours of driving we've done snowy top mountains of the brecon beacons we've done the coastal beauty of the north devon coast we've done the jungle of arswell road and now we are driving another two and a quarter hours from newton abbott to the new forest the largest forest and a national park in the United Kingdom's mountains, coastal beauty, jungle and forest all in a day. There's a hack. It's a good hack. I, I really like it. Thank and, you. And like, I've got to say, it's not the most thrilling hack you've ever done. But he didn't say thrill me. He just he said, did give he? me variation. Which is what we've done. We've yeah. given him New Zealand in the UK. Can I can I offer uh, just a little something because I, I know you're hang connect- on. Oh, we done two countries. We done Wales and England. Okay. You were very aggressive then. Well, because you said it wasn't thrilling. We got the thrilling. You've got the thrill of going uh, through border control. You're right. You're absolutely right. I I actually get something of an aroused feeling when I travel between Wales and England. <laughs> Uh, look, I think you're going to like a little thought I had on s- similar su- subject matter. But I-, I started in Italy, right at the beautiful coastal village of Portofino, uh, right near uh, the famous Cristo degli Abisi. It's a um, like a sunken church, it's like beautiful, beautiful statue under the sea. Uh, Portofino degli Abisi is Italian for the church that has sunk. Well, there we go. Of course, because I know you have Italian heritage and. Thank you. Um, so from there, you would drive up the Italian Riviera uh, to Genoa, really big, important port city. Genoa? Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. 
Um, There's a joke there. Come on, let's do it. No, no, okay. What, do, I, drove, I drove up the coast to see a lady who had once been to Portofino. Genoa? No. No, I took a right up Casea. <laughs> anyway, Rich, you then go inland. In the edit, can you add uh, a rim shot? It'll make it sound funnier. I mean, what I can do is put that in the what's coming up on tonight's show. <laughs> okay, yeah, do it. Anyway, so then you went inland through lovely Italian hill country all the way into the city of Milan, one of the world's great cosmopolitan centres. Beautiful. And from there up into Streza on Lago Maggiore, one of the most beautiful expand- like inland waterways you'll ever see. Really, really beautiful. And then from Maggiore, you take a big, curling, winding country road just over the border into Switzerland, where even if you're travelling in the middle of the summer and you started at the beach, you finish on the glacier at Sass Fay, where you can ski or snowboard same day. Now, I've skied in Sass Fay. With me. We've we've skied there together. What a great place to end up. And uh, a little piece of trivia that uh, Chris and I will uh, share with you. Sass Fay, the location uh, for the filming of the video to the seminal Last Christmas by Wham. Uh, Portofino to Sass Fay, about 300 miles, about six hours of driving. Brecon Beacons to the New Forest was... Uh, six hours 15 so almost identical yeah. one has milan one has minehead <laughs> i think you win one nil christopher <laughs> it's not a competition rich i i liked your temperate rainforest bit that was solid thank you very much i think i consider that a hack and with that here's an advert uh, a note of order there were zero adverts in the last episode Oh, was there? Yeah. There was some feedback on the last episode I'd like to share with you, Rich. Is now a good time? <laughs> Only if it's good, because we're making fuck all money. Um, it's right, the patrons will save us. Um, Andrew wrote in about your hack that is the greatest hack that you've ever done. Is that the one about um, Mars? He finishes by making a comment on Mars, but I don't think it's the feedback that you were thinking of. Oh, okay. Carry on then. You made a big point in the show about Wynne Canton being the milk capital of Britain. Yes, correct. Wynne Canton is a milk logistics company based 40 miles from Wynne Canton, <laughs> just outside Bath. <laughs> 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 dickhead. That's right. Did you just say dickhead under um, your breath? No. <laughs> yes, you did. I, I did not. Would I say that? <laughs> That's really misleading, isn't it? Why would you why would you name a milk distribution company after a town that's 40 miles away. You know what? For years, I have been so unhappy that every time I buy a Mars bar, apparently that was made on Earth. It's time. I still think the hack stands. Rich, the, you still go through Wincanton on the journey. It just doesn't... It's just not the milk capital of the world. Thank you very much. So, so, and I agree with you. Penzance, Land's End, you know, you're not going to sleep in Land's End, are you? You're going to sleep in Penzance. 
the hack still stands all right yeah. a big mac is still a big mac even if you ask for no lettuce I mean, I've never eaten a Big Mac, so I, I, I'm going to assume that the lettuce isn't a vital ingredient. Let's have our second hack of the episode. Megan writes in. Hello, Megan. She writes that she'd love to hear the bloopers. I think she sent this email before they came out. So, Megan, as a Patreon, you can now get involved. Um, I love this. Like, I love the fact that we've got certain Amer- Americans from... Like, we had a Californian before, hmm. but the Californians are outliers. Our big cluster of American listeners are in what I think is roughly the Midwest. I'm not that great on what technically constitutes Midwest. But she says, I'm from Wisconsin. Just defend them then, don't you? (laughs) Say again? Just defend them, why not? Well, okay, Rich, where's Wisconsin? It's next to uh, Minnesota. That's what she says. And say, let's say I have a week to see as many lakes in either or both of the states. It wouldn't need to be for long, but I'd like it to be long enough to pull over and take a pick. Please factor in bathroom breaks and I could sleep in my car if need be. We're not going to do that to you. Uh, please recommend a route that never has me driving into the sun and has maximum lake viewage. Oh, and please no trespassing either. I don't want to get shot. Thanks, Megan. Right. Okay. Well, let's explore my knowledge of the Midwest America. Oh, it is the Midwest now, is it? <laughs> it is now it is now so first of all let's just remind ourselves of the parameters that megan has put on this trip uh she says she's got a week but she's got a week to travel the distance that she said um but she doesn't want to drive into the sunshine i've got a route here uh from uh, the very east of uh wisconsin to the very west of minnesota that's only nine and a half hours driving if you did it non-stop but she says she's got a week to play with now equally if she doesn't want to drive into the sun at any point here's what i suggest i suggest that give or take megan does an hour and 10 minutes of driving a day but as long as she stops before midday driving from east to west she shouldn't be driving into the sunlight good and what she can do when she pulls over at midday even if she like sets off at ten fifty every day and drives for an hour and 10 minutes it's really weirdly specific but go on then she can stop and take in the beauty of the lake of the day. Lake of the day, lake of the day, ooh, ooh. Lake of the day, lake of the day, ooh, ooh. Lake of the day, lake of the day, lake of the day, ooh. Lake of the day, lake of the day, ooh, Lake of the day, lake of the day. Lake of the day, lake of the day, lake of the day. So. Still going? No, that was it over. So we're going to start off uh green bay okay uh, which is right next door to lake michigan uh, y- you had to start there we have to start there you can't you can, she's wanting to take in all these lakes you can't not start by the largest lake that is only in one country in the world didn't know that did you i didn't and, and that lake is lake michigan and so lake michigan doesn't touch canada at all I didn't know that. No, it's it's solely in 
the United States of America. Good, good, good information. Thank you very much. So we're going to take a route from Green Bay to Grand Forks, uh, which is uh, over in Minnesota. Gotcha. There you go. Hang so, oh, so that's the final destination, is it? That's the final destination that we're working towards. So we're going to go from Green Bay to Grand Forks. Nine and a half hours total yep. driving, but I'm suggesting an hour and ten minutes a day. So we're going to leave Green Bay by Lake Michigan, largest lake in one, uh, one country. Uh, we're going to head towards Lake Winnebago. What a great name. Winnebago was, was like, I was really hoping you were going to bring this place up. I can only assume that the Winnebago was named after Lake Winnebago. It has to be. And if you're going to do a road trip where you're wanting to be on the road but taking in beauty, go to the place that gave its name to the vehicle that is about being on the road to take in beauty, the Winnebago. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I'd never heard of Lake Winnebago before. I also love the, the name. There's just something beautiful like uh, about the sound of the city Oshkosh. Uh, the city Oshkosh is exactly where I was going to suggest that uh, she stopped by Great. Lake Winnebago. So there's the first leg of the journey. Yeah, You're then going to go to Wayawaga Lake. I'll trust your pronunciation on that. I wouldn't. <laughs> then you're taking on such quaint places as Lake Emily, oh. Lake Menemin, Lake Saint-Croix, uh, which I think is a direct translation of Saint Heart. Lake Saint Heart. I think Croix is heart Croissant. in French. Eh? Croissant's fish. Poisson is fish. No, Poisson is fish. Croissant is something you eat with like buttery, like a pastry thing at breakfast. Yeah, but I'm saying Croix. C-O-R-I-X. Lake Saint Croix. Croissant. Lake Saint Heart. Yeah. You're just shouting Croissant for no reason. Oh, it's Croix Croissant. Okay. Um, Lake St. Croix uh, is the border of uh, Wisconsin and uh, Michigan. So you drive over it, over a bridge, and you're going from state to state. So that was an interesting uh, point to note. As you approach a big city, uh, and we'll come on to that city in a second, uh, you're going to drive past the Lake Elmo Park Reserve. I suggest as you're on that part of the journey, everyone does their greatest Elmo impression from Sesame Street. Chris, you can go first. Oh, gosh. I haven't done Elmo for a little while. My kids are in between the Elmo age. It's a, it's a really high-pitched voice. Is that something <laughs> like that? <laughs> yeah, Shut up, Elmo. <laughs> oh, Elmo. <laughs> and then you arrive in Minneapolis, where, as we've already drawn attention to, this is uh, a North American epicentre for listeners to Richie Firth Travel Hacker. It is. Uh, we have already done the uh, we did the Minneapolis transport system, didn't we? All in one day. Do you remember when it was based in Detroit? We did, yeah. Detroit, Minneapolis. No, we did it when it was based in Boston. I can't remember. It wasn't What's Minneapolis Boston, transport then? system. No. Oh, what was it then? We did do it. We did do a Minneapolis hack, but and it was probably only about three weeks ago. And I can't what was remember. the Boston one we did then? That was the MBNA or something. Well, what's the what was the M? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Sorry, once an episode's done, it's dead to me. <laughs> Minneapolis has absolutely no significance to the listeners to Richie Firth Travel Hacker. We'll breeze through it quickly and get on to all the tiny little lakes 
that are the state of Minnesota. Minnesota has so many lakes, it's a miracle the state doesn't sink. You go past... <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> you go past Elbow Lake, Battle Lake, Detroit Lakes. Somewhere that doesn't have a lake, but you also drive through, if you're looking for some tourist spots, you go through Fargo, Christopher. Great. You go through Fargo. I love the movie. I love the TV series. So you drive through Fargo, and then it's not long until you end up uh, in Grand Forks. Which is French for Big Fox. That's it. Correct. Yes, it is indeed. Yes. Uh, (laughs) The border of Michigan and North Dakota. I think that sounds like a great drive. Only an hour a day in your Winnebago. It's another hack. So it's nine days, an hour and ten maximum, finish driving by midday, then I guess you've got the place to yourself. Correct. Driving such short amount of time means lots of toilet breaks aren't needed. Correct. And um you see a load of you see a load of lakes. I mean What's not to lake? Oh god. <laughs> oh god, that was a blow <laughs> to the stomach. Um yeah, you know what, Rich? I think I hate to admit it, but you've done your second consecutive slightly dull but completely (laughs) efficient hack. I don't know whether that is a good thing as we're wanting to increase subscriptions to the podcast. I don't know if I prefer you actually hacking travel for people or your batshit failures. (laughs) (laughs) Well, surely we've got a third one to come tonight. Oh, God. That's ominous. Rich. One listener said to me that they did get ad breaks, but they got an ad break for the Vicar of Dibley eight <laughs> times. <laughs> eight times in one show. <laughs> it's a fine comedy. It is. You ask, you ask UK Gold. And UK Gold, if you would just like to come directly to us, we will do all kinds of sponsorship. We will take Dawn French with us. Uh, we would hack the way to Balikus Angel. Trust us. Dibley to Balikus Angel. Well, Balikus Angel is a real place. Dibley isn't. Okay, there must be a place called Dibley somewhere in the world. Let's have a look. Actually, I'll, uh, you check on that. I'll check whether Balikus Angel is a real place. Balikus Angel does exist in Westmeath Island. Uh, there are uh, a couple of uh, places with Dibley in the name. But there's there's Dibley Vale, which is a road in Chichester. Mm-hmm. There's Dibley Close in Basingstoke. Dibley's in Blueberry Didcot. Oh, and then the other one is just Dibbles Park, Caravan Park. UK Gold, we speak directly to you. Um, this is the kind of content you could have. So uh, get in touch at producer Chris. He sets up the business deals. I mean, it's amazing. The app hasn't even come out yet and my phone is ringing. Steve writes... Hi, Richie and Chris. Long time... Love the show. (laughs) It's a Steve Wright gag. Yes. Steve Wrights. With some serious jocking. Uh, Long time listener. First time T and F Patriot. Welcome, Steve. Oh, hello, Steve. With lockdown looking to be easing in the next few months, me and my partner Kerry and our kids Erin, age two, Maddie, four months, are looking to book a family holiday in the UK countryside. Which country is better, Wales or Scotland? Thank you, Steve. Oh, wow. This is um, this is an incendiary it's... hack request because one way or another, we're going to alienate an audience. 
I mean, he. I love the way he sets it up. He's like, hi, love the show. I'm a subscriber. I'm a family man. Let me introduce you to Kerry, Erin and Maddie. La, la, la. And then bang. Yeah. Okay. Um, Chris, look, you look after the business interests mm. of the podcast. Um, I think it would probably be best if you set the parameters uh, how this should be judged, uh, which therefore would give me the chance to avoid pissing off an entire nation. Right, I, I set five five things that you could use to judge. There's a possible sixth, which you can choose if you if we include it or not as the criteria. Okay. So w- one thing I think should be considered in this battle, weather. Okay. That's a re- really important consideration for a family break. Yeah. Second one, not really necessary to this break, but I know you'll enjoy it, sport. Agreed. Uh, third one. Well, he's gonna he's gonna want to have his downtime, isn't he? Away from the family, he's got two young kids. At times, he's gonna want to go and catch some sport. Absolutely. Uh, number three, culture slash cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- point four, countryside. Mm-hmm. Uh, five, family time. So stuff to do with the kids. Are you talking sex again? <laughs> no, 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 no. For a start, I never talked sex. That was all you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And no, I am not. Okay. And the final one, and I guess this is connected to more him and Kerry's own time, booze. Like, which country makes better booze? I I think as we go through off the top of my head, your your categories there, there's a winner that is staring us in the face. I, I'm, I'm not so sure, Rich. I, I, for me, it feels very close, but keep going. Okay. I'm talking as an overall here, okay? What does Wales have going for it? They've scrapped the tolls on the Seven Bridge and their national dish is cheese on toast. That's about it. What? Is that it? Yeah. What about the Brecon Beacons? They've already been covered once in this episode, right? You, otherwise, people are going to think we've, we've taken money from the Brecon Beacons what? What tourist about? board or something or other. What about that lovely fake uh, Renaissance city on the coast in the north? Rill? No. <laughs> I can answer that. <laughs> what about... What about I went to a wedding once in Port Talbot, and it was the worst weekend of my life. Why? It's it's just a slag heap, literally. So it was Port. It wasn't the wedding that was the problem. It was Port Talbot. Correct. Are you going to regret talking about somebody else's wedding as the worst weekend of your life? They're divorced. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> right, what about Cardigan? Um, I think these days gilets are the way forward. Okay, that's unbelievably un- you know, unacceptable <laughs> conduct there. That's a yellow card <laughs> if I okay. ever heard one. Uh, no, what, what about Cardiff? I have had some great Saturdays in Cardiff, primarily cup finals whilst mm-hmm. Wembley was being destroyed. Cardiff is a party city. Yep. Cardiff was a far better place to go to for an FA Cup final than Wembley ever has been. And I've seen the Gooners lift trophies in both cities. I'm, sure, um, I'm surprised you can remember that far back. 
<laughs> um, so uh, don't start me there, Spurs fan. All right, won the league in black and white. I don't need to start singing. Um, Cardiff, uh, I retract my comments. Cardiff is a great city, okay, uh, and they have scrapped the toll booths. And cheese on toast is a fantastic dish. So Wales has got a lot going for it. Good. When you look at Scotland, they've got Loch Ness, they've got the Edinburgh Castle. They've got islands actually off the coast of Scotland to go and explore. They've got fantastic booze. They've got the likes of your whiskey. They've got your Scottish beers as well. Innis and Gun. I love drinking that when I'm up in Edinburgh for the festival. Seven They've got Camels. the Edinburgh Festival. Seven Camels, a pub that we've both been to. So you've got your Loch Ness. You've got your Edinburgh Castle. You've got your islands. You've got your haggis. My word, I love haggis. It's a great delicacy. And much as cheese on toast is great, haggis wins hands down. So you would say that we have a glaring winner staring us in the face and that it's Scotland. But I would say to you, and I say directly to Steve Wright, take your family to Wales. <laughs> it is Scotland's better, but go to Wales. Is that the message? It is because of one thing, midges. Oh. I holidayed in Scotland as a kid, and the midges are bastards. They are absolute little evil fuckers, okay? They, they're, they're everywhere in the summer, because you're not going to be going to Scotland in the winter. It's like going to a monastery for sex, okay? What? But you go to, you go to Scotland in the summer... Is this one of your sex around. hacks? Don't go to a monastery for sex. <laughs> <laughs> you go to Scotland in the summer, the midges are everywhere. They're all over you, like, like the plague. These, these tiny little things, you can't see them, but they're there. And then suddenly, you only feel them once they've visited you and they've bitten you. And they bite you all over the place. People end up looking like they've got some dreaded lurgy. But no, they've just been down to a Scottish lake or a river and bitten by midges. Seriously, Chris, midges are awful. Wales is the winner, even though it's got not so much going for it. Well, there is a wonderful way to piss off citizens of both countries. No, I said that both were better than the other. Really? That's, that's one way of looking at it. I'm disappointed you didn't mention that Scotland, as one of its assets, has the best bus journey. Yes, it has the longest bus journey. I mean, we'll find out when the Patreon money starts dropping in. Um, we'll find out whether it's the best bus journey because we'll go on it. But it's certainly the longest. And I am excited about going on it, by the way. You've moved into a strange position. I'll tell you why my coccyx are really hurting me because I've been recording this episode sat on the floor of my partially renovated lounge. I am, I'm 43 now, Chris. I can't sit like this. I can't no longer sit as if I'm in school assembly. That's why I'm on my knees. And so I guess the fact that you've got into this position means it could be, are we, are we going to run out of time to that letter from Gretchen? Are you going to seize up? I, can't, I, I, I thought we were going to have time for Gretchen this week, but honestly, I cannot sit any longer. I'm on my knees. This is, this is harsh, Rich. Pray. I'm sorry, Gretchen, but for the sake of my coccyx, it's a no. Have you even got time for me to read like one sentence from it? I don't think I have. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gretchen. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Gretchen will understand. Uh, she's taken a lot from tonight's episode. We've we've given European or UK wide 
journeys in a day we have gone on a week-long journey from wisconsin through to minnesota we have told you whether wales or scotland was a better country than the other all right gretchen will understand <laughs> uh well uh, rich we need some more hacks from people uh people send send some things you want richie to do for you at travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com you can tweet us at producer chris that's his handle mine's at richie firth don't put a t in it there's no t in richie it's a catchphrase that's not catching on um patreon.com slash travel hacker is where you need to go and sign up if you want to fund future episodes of this podcast where we go out and about and physically get on buses trains and canal boats even kayaks oh yes there's a plan in our heads patreon.com slash travel hacker that's where to go you can get exclusive bonus content from the show i'm off to start thinking of some rhymes for episode eight see you next week it'll be great oh god goodbye rich (laughs) bye-bye christopher if you rhyme eight with masturbate there will be trouble (laughs) 